What's up? Welcome back, everyone, to the Catamark Show. Today, we have a very lucky situation here. We got Jesse Baxter with us in person. This is going to be our first in-person interview. Yay! So, welcome. Thank Glad you. To have you. So, Jesse is recently Choice Awards Best New and Upcoming Porn Star and Greatest Male Content Creator. Yeah. So, uh, it's good to have you here, man. Welcome. Mate, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. And we were just chatting before we hit record. Can you please tell us how you got your nickname, Sunny Soda? Yeah, I was uh, filming maybe my second scene ever and we were sat in a spa. We we're doing like a foursome with uh, three blokes and a girl and she wanders into the spa, the camera follows her and then they, one by one, they all start introducing themselves and I'm sat there, the third person they're coming to. I got to show you a photo, man. I look hilarious in this video. And uh, I had nothing. I realized I had no name. So I was just sat there holding a bottle of soda water and it was a sunny day. So I was just like, I'm... Uh, Sunny soda, and then <laughs> it just weird. stuck, man. I just kept the name. Yeah, let's go. So, do you still go by that name now? Not really, because okay, it was sort of. I think it was really productive for me. I got nominated for those choice awards as Jesse Baxter. Actually, I got nominated. I don't know who nominated me, but I got nominated as Jesse Baxter and Sunny Soda in different categories. Oh, oh wow. so, I never even heard your Sunny Soda name until yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just went with it. Like I was just like, you know what? Let's just. Fucking yeah. be Jesse Baxter. No, I like Jesse Baxter better. Yeah. 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 Sunny Soda yeah. sounds a bit. I love how you so, got to Sunny Soda. Yeah. So just sitting there being like, fuck, I don't it's have a, a name. It's a hot day. They're all coming yeah. out. It's a hot day. What do yeah. I do? <laughs> I like, you see, I like, and there was, and I just said it was sunny at the time because it's a sunny day, but then I thought, actually, I'll make it sunny with an O when I actually signed up to OnlyFans and stuff because mm. I was like, stepson is like a, a category uh, that's looked up a lot. So I was like, I wonder if like, Having Sunny in my name is going to be productive on Pornhub and that uh, sort of stuff. But Sunny with a U is just, it's actually more my flavor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not one of these like big, hardcore, bull sort of dudes. You know, I'm like more of a jovial, yeah. fucking having a laugh and a good time sort of guy. You know? Well, on that, for those that aren't watching the YouTube, video right now you have the greatest outfit i've ever seen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mark i think Thank you need to step up your outfit oh, no, game I I was like, oh, you guys fuck. should have coordinated really. I, I usually come in here wearing jeans and a black shirt it's always That's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same three black yeah. shirts yeah. on rotation exactly <laughs> my g my g damn you got some flying pigs on your yeah, show right man. now it's mm, it's like yeah. bright fly, blue with flying pigs yeah pink i love the pink all right, you gotta give me some new outfits. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't have this fashion I, sense. What are you talking about? I, I have need like some help. Two of these kind of rompers for every day of the week. Hey, oh, is it a one piece? Like, it's a one piece. Oh, oh no, it is. <laughs> that just makes it even better. Awesome. Mark, I'm sorry, but I can't imagine. I don't That's even think awesome. you'd be able to even get into Neither a one piece. I, but I'd love All right, to see hey, it. next week, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. dress stay, you. Stay tuned. I'm gonna be in a one piece next week. Are right? you? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying it now. All right, it's done. We'll cut it out if it doesn't happen. But otherwise, next week, I'm, I'm going to be in one. But I like it. I'm inspired. Mm. Yeah, this, is, great. this is awesome. Okay. That's what we're here for. So tell me, how did you get into OnlyFans, Adult Creation? Like, how did it, all this start for you? I um, Should I tell the full story? Yeah. Go back? Absolutely. Story? Yeah. Go right back. I, um, I broke my back in 2016. I was oh, working shit. at a fitness college. And the day I got out of hospital... I just, I guess I was like, I was an athlete before then and I worked with the human body. I'd studied ex-phys and I was just crushed, I guess. And the day I got out of the hospital, I guess I went from working 60 something hours a week to just being on my back on like 
targeted and oxycodone and tinder and i had like <laughs> and tinder. Tinder. yeah and i suddenly tinder, had like the app tinder the app and i had i had 13 <laughs> girls that i'd never met had come over in the next 14 days i got out of hospital i had sex with 13 girls that i hadn't met or slept with before and i called myself out at the end of that two weeks like bro what the fuck are you doing like you're self-medicating some sort of problem some sort of trauma with it's not like a sex addiction thing it was more like a female intimacy mm. you know i'd like go i'd shower i couldn't bend over right i couldn't dry my legs so i'd have this girl coming over that i've met on tinder and i'd shower and then when they got there i'd like come out wearing a towel and i'd be like can you dry my legs well, Mark, and i guess like something you would do yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm listening just as like oh you know it wasn't good enough yeah. <laughs> You broke your back. You've got girls coming every day to suck your dick and, and, to yeah. and dry your feet. Take care of me. <laughs> dry, he's, dry me. he's trying to tell me this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, okay, um, yeah. yeah, I just called myself out that, you know, I'm, I'm about being like intimate and connected and stuff mm. like that. And I was just like, you know, I'm not every one of those women, I'm sure of it. We had a great time. They mm. had no problem with the experience we shared. But anyway, I decided to go celibate. I was like, okay, what? this this isn't the appropriate way for me to deal with what I'm dealing with right now. Like oh, wow. I literally broke my back a fortnight ago. So yeah, thing, you know what I mean? So I went celibate and I went on a 10-day Vipassana silent meditation retreat mm -hmm. and had these like breakthroughs with my mindfulness and spirituality. And I was like, how can I bring mindfulness? When you to, say like, like silent things? meditation, yeah, do you mean we, like a talking? We, have you heard like of you Vipassana? Talk? Yeah, I've I've heard of these. Is that where you don't talk to anybody? Yeah. You don't talk. They take your phone off you. There's no television. I've heard that nothing. they're very good. I've seen those Dude. on TV. I could never do one. I Dude, talk way too much. Could you imagine me and you at one of those? <laughs> 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 we would, yeah, we'd die in the first like five minutes. But, but I've heard yeah, that when you just don't talk and you're just like alone you with You don't talk. You're living day by day like by like the proper Buddhist. Did you dharma. go crazy or did you just go like reach like it's so hard at the start? Like mm. you're detoxing all this dopamine. Like, yeah, mm. you've got no phone, you've got no TV, internet, no phone, nothing. and no talking, oh, no God. music. <laughs> they want you to not not even like do yoga or your own physical practices. They're like, we want you to do just this meditation practice. Just nothing. Oh, really? Just nothing. You spend yeah. the first four and a half days just focused on this part of your face, just below your nostrils and above your upper lip, mm. and that's called anapana. And just four and a half days, you spend 10 hours a day doing nothing but noticing your breath as it is coming out of those nostrils, over lip, over lip, into the nostrils. And then by that oh my God. fourth day, you've developed a really acute ability to notice sensations, right? And you can mm. feel this part of your face, which let's be honest, most people can't like pay attention and just feel this I feel area like I'm getting tingly away, talking you know? about this. Yeah. I'm like, Dude, like my toes like tingly. It's magical. And then so on day four, you start doing Vipassana, which is just the same thing. You're looking for sensations as they are from the top of your head all the way down to your feet, like a body scan meditation. Mm. They call it in psychology. And you start sweeping like that. Come like day seven, this is like, you know, maybe a year after I broke my back. I hadn't been able to sit cross-legged since. And then on day seven, I'm sat there cross-legged in meditation and I just guess I'm present with my body at the time I feel the pain, this chronic pain I have, nerve pain just leave you know and i had these oh, wow. tears just flow down my face and i was just like elated and then from then man like you get such an acute ability to sense that you can sense like atmosphere on your skin you can sense your own like cells vibrating so i was just walking around from day seven on this breakthrough just like woof, 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 just this delightful subtle vibration man like mm. all pain's gone like i was friggin almost enlightened you know like yeah, it was just <laughs> magnificent so i was like walking doing some mindful walking when you eat you're like mindfully eating and i'm like i need to bring this to the rest of my life this mindfulness 
I was like, sex, you know, I should bring mindfulness to sex. And then I went, got back to Brisbane and sought out um, a Tantra practitioner, really good one in, in Brisbane, Steph, her name is, and paid her for a session. And, you know, it was really good. I was a meditator, martial artist since I was five. So I guess I didn't know, but like energetics was something that I'd already dealt with in ways. And she's just like, we had a really good connection. Like, you're good for this. Do you want to come to a Tantra temple night? Yeah. And that's where I met my mate Rob. Yeah, and yeah. I took a girlfriend of mine who was a swinger. She had, had so a So, for those that are wondering, what is it? Temple, temple, temple night. Tantra <laughs> night. It's sorry. like tongue twister. It's like a playful, a playful workshop, right? Mm-hmm. Where you do, you know, we did this. So, Rob and I, the girl I'm with, and the two girls he were he was with, were paired up in a, a fivesome group, and we did like these touching exercises and different type of exercises that get you into like presence and intimacy and stuff like that. And then we ended up having like quite a playful sort of orgy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I like the way you describe it. Yeah. Quite a playful uh, orgy. orgy. Yeah. 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 No, but yeah, I, it wasn't, okay. yeah. It wasn't full penetrative orgy, not from. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Mark's kind of, of being playful. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I assumed playful was. Me too. Yeah. Right, me too. Yeah, no, I, I love orgy. Um, <laughs> and then Rob was like, he threw these big swingers parties around the Gold Coast. Yeah, we and went to one. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. On yeah. Yeah. Provocative? Yeah. 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 How, when was that? Um, oh, it was, no, it was a Playboy Bunny one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember In that. In February maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like oh, that. Oh, this yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I missed that one. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so we started hanging out. I was like welcomed by the Tantra people in. You know, like I remember when I'm first having like energetic, sexual experience with these tantra girls at, at one of rob's parties actually they're just like orgasming on top of me and they're like i love tantric men and i'm like <laughs> i'm a novice babe like I, you know, yeah. i'm brand new to this but i just loved it you know and it suited me and like it opened me back up to my sexuality and upgraded me a whole lot only fans started comes out of nowhere or whatever and i guess rob was like a wedding photographer who was a swinger who's insatiable man who loves sex so he jumped into it and i was chewing his ear off one night after a swingers party and i was like bro you know what you gotta do all these tantra girls i talk to say they have like a fantasy for an mmf threesome but porn's not doing it right because porn's always directed at the men you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so mmf usually in porn is something hardcore the woman's been to some degree objectified i was like what we got to do is a two-on-one massage when there's four hands on her Mm. and all of our attention is on her right and it was his partner at the time valentina and uh but i was suggesting there's an idea for him Mm. the next morning i'm like meditating on the grass at this mansion in tambourine and he comes over and he's like hey man you ready to shoot i was like what (laughs) he's like film that scene let's go you you suggested the scene i I thought you were the main character bro let's go yeah but we went and shot that and it went viral and pornhub it did really well Mm. and uh next thing you know, next day I'm roped into that uh, spa scene where I came up with Sunny Soda. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Rob would just pull me in when there's different scenes happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, there's a lot of money here. I can see this is, you know, it was never mm-hmm. something I thought I'd do, but I was like, it's the start of OnlyFans. And I was like, I got to get in, get yeah. into this. Mm. I feel like everyone says happen. that, like, oh, no, I never thought that I would do porn yeah very rarely Escorting. do we hear people say <laughs> yeah, yeah when, when i was, I was five, 18 i, I was uh yeah i was always wanted to do it <laughs> when so I grow it was up, my dream yeah, yeah. yeah. When I grow up, I'm gonna be a professional but it's there slut. <laughs> it's it's latent 
back there in the minds of many young men, surely. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, like you a dream, a dream like you wouldn't even think well, of. I, could do I always that one knew day. I was going to be a slut when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just didn't, didn't know I'd get I paid for it. I, oh, yeah. no, I had no idea I'd get paid for it. You're but a I professional gonna, slut. No, I knew I was going to be hoary and slutty. I knew I was going to be wearing mini skirts and letting guys Why? me. Why did you know that? I just knew. I, just, like, like, I used to watch movies and stuff like that and like I would see like, Girls walking around in like mini skirts, and I used to watch Playboy, like Girls of the Playboy Mansion and mm. stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, like that's cool. Like I'm gonna be were when you, I'm older, I'm gonna be walking around in mini skirts, and guys are gonna be chasing after me. Yeah, yeah, kissing, gonna be kissing did you, boys. Did you get a lot of attention when you were pretty young, like in yeah. school and stuff? Yeah. You were a little yeah. hottie. Oh yeah, yeah I was a little slut in school too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I bet. Squirtle. I just knew we'll just yeah. carry on. I was like, I, just, I like the attention. I always liked the attention. Yeah, man, it's, it's well, good. Nothing wrong with being a slut. No, enjoy it. I, I find it really interesting what you said about threesomes, right? Because in my experience, we've had a lot of threesomes with girls. Um, usually it's like me, my business partner, and a girl. And it's girls that haven't experienced it before. Most of our threesomes have always been like first time experiences. First time. Yeah. And something they always bring up is whenever we first like bring up the idea, it's always this big very defensive, like, oh, no, because I know what it's like in porn, right? Mm, right. You've got this image of them, right. got to dick down their throat, getting, like, used, maybe choked down too, yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, I'm just used, which, by the way, some girls absolutely love. True. So they're, yeah, like, oh, that's what I want. Yeah. But <laughs> a lot of first-time girls are very nervous and apprehensive because they yes. think that's what a threesome is. Yes, right. And so I like this change in the narrative where it's, like, no, no, no. It doesn't just have to be about us trying to get off and, like, essentially using you, mm. but it's – all your pleasure, mm, right? We're, we're giving you the massage. Yeah. We're going down on you. Yeah. We're going to fuck. Like, if you want to suck dick, let us know. But it's like yeah. two guys focusing on one girl yeah. to like switch that dynamic. I think mm. he's like really beautiful. And actually. making yeah. it yeah. sensual. Yeah. Mm. Like you're worshiping. Right. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Like my yeah, first exactly. MMF threesome, I planned it for like six months. Because mm. I was at the end of, I was like, I need like the right two guys that I, mm. I have to be friends with <laughs> them because I'm going to be scared and I don't like. Yeah. It's, it was scary for me so it yeah. literally took me like six months of planning like the experience mm. um that's awesome. yeah so i think that's a good uh, like a good idea making yeah. it a bit more exactly and i think like a lot of girls are worried about jealousy and stuff so when you have two guys that you and rob world you see like very open you're very chill like yeah. you're, you're good mates there's none of that fear of like oh one guy's gonna get butt hurt during this and i have to no, be careful and i have yeah. to so yeah no it's, uh, it's and really we share nice. like a, a polarity rob and i we found like he's very much like in tantra they would say like dark masculine mm. sort of like penetrative and like you know he's the squirt master and he like he just likes to like <laughs> when you see him at a swingers party like he's insatiable dude you know like, right that guy just, loves it oh my god <laughs> i've never he, seen anyone he'll, he'll, he'll have sex with everything and like you know <laughs> and then and then there's me you know i'll be like yeah, socializing it. last swingers party i was at of, of rob's i got there late and as soon as i got there man i'm being like tugged in different directions by like these girls and that girls and everyone just wants to get me in a room and fuck with fuck me and i'm like i haven't said hello to everyone (laughs) and i like to socialize and i'll be the guy who's like rolling joints out in the smokers section and when someone's triggered like a girl's you know triggered by something they'll come out and they'll sit Mm. with me you know and like i'm intimate and i'm like Mm. social loving you know so they'd say light masculine in Mm. tantra so that sort of polarity that we had to offer was really you know good in a group situation and I want to go back to when you spoke about doing the silent retreat for 10 days, which is mm. wild. I actually do want to do this at one point. I recommend so yeah, hard, I, I really do. I had a friend that actually did it and I think he got like six days in, ended up fucking a girl there and got kicked out. Oh. <laughs> 
I feel like I know who But it's so not down with that. Yeah, no, no, exactly. But but I'd be okay with it. But yeah, it's the people I've spoken to that have gone to these retreats have haven't like they speak so highly of it. And I've gone to a couple of like ones in the Blue Mountains where it's like a two-day or three-day retreat. And it's Is that not- Vipassana? That's a Vipassana in Blue Mountains. Um, no, it wasn't okay. actually. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different ones. But okay. these weren't uh, like no speaking or tra- – it was just okay. like you go there, you do meditate, you do yoga. It's just more chill there. So yeah. I do really enjoy it. But I guess my question is you said you took a lot of that into sex. Do you want to mm. just speak a little bit about that, about the mm-hmm. importance of mindfulness, not only for yourself during mm. the sexual experience – but I think like especially for girls yeah. and especially we were just talking about the age of TikTok where like no one has an attention span. Yeah. Essentially, because uh, we'll just use that. Quote, yeah. Essentially, yeah. How, how do you feel that mindfulness, um, not only for yourself, but for the girl can help during sex? I think I wish I had a, the stat for this, but a very large amount of sexual dysfunction comes from anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. It comes from being in our heads. And I had, I think my meditation at Vipassana excelled so much because with the chronic pain the nerve pain in my back I had a physical thing to let go of right Mm. it's like a physical that you can feel form of anxiety or stress right Mm. so when I felt that release it released like stress and anxieties and all this other shit right if I was having sex back then before I'd gotten into tantra if I'm present with a delicious female body I'm like "Mm, this is great I'm hard and I'm in it but when there was a point where I'd be like, oh, fuck, my back, my back, my back, mm. my head goes away and starts thinking about the back pain and I'm just going to go soft. You know what I mean? Like I'm now yeah. in my head. So, yeah, mindfulness, right, is about being present with what is. So if we're present just with each other's delicious bodies and we just, we're breathing together, we're moving together, we're making sound together, you know, that sexual dysfunction, you know, for the most part, for most people goes out the window, right? If you have female orgasmic disorder, women who can't orgasm, it's usually just an anxiety. You know, they, it's, it's women who can't orgasm from sex, right? Mm. When they use a stat, this many <coughs> women can't orgasm, they mean that they can't orgasm from sex, but most of them have gotten there by masturbating. Mm-hmm. The difference is when they're masturbating, they're like in their own bodies and they're not like, you know, loose and, you know, like it's the same thing goes for a scene, right? That's why I like that. That's a big part of the massage, I think. There's, you've got a lot of people in the porn world who are really good looking and when you're really good looking and you've made money and influence out of your looks then you're concerned how you look in this angle or you look in that angle and Mm. you know when we're worried about those things and we can't find a flow it's going to be harder for us to like you know orgasm and enjoy it and blah 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 so you know i think like anything it's about a flow finding that flow state Mm. you know being mindful and just present with your bodies and should be able to find a flow, right? Yeah, because something I found interesting when you were talking about the meditation, you spoke about focusing on that sensation of breathing just above mm. your top lip. Mm. And something Kat said was, um, oh, like I can sort of feel like some tingling now. And something I think you mm. mentioned as well is like, yeah, I never even knew there was a sensation there and now I can sense it. Mm. And it's it's so true. Like sometimes if you ask people, you know, just focus on your big toe. Mm. It's like, oh shit, I never even knew I had sensation in my big toe. Like yeah, that's so right. weird. Yeah. But I think a lot of girls don't realize they can feel sensation in their pussy or in their clit. And yes. it's like, they're just not focusing on it. Yeah, and right. same with guys, right? Like yeah. same thing you mentioned, like when you get fucking in your head, out of your body, you lose your erection or you mm-hmm. find it really hard to, to come, things yeah. like this. But exact same with girls. I think like they're just um, never given that opportunity to just let go, as you mentioned, mm. and just focus on the pleasure they're receiving. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you use massage or really like any other technique 
um, to get women like back into their body, focusing on that sensation, relaxing, not worrying about the anxieties that they have pop up or insecurities mm. and how you think that helps not only in scenes, but like in your personal life, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it'll help anyone generally. And it's, it's obviously good for men and a good, what's the word? Um, a good example, you know, to be sharing with men. I, I thought that when I was coming into the porn space, I don't, cause from like a hippie spiritual level. I didn't want to contribute to this machine, which was like, you know, this is why OnlyFans, it decentralizes it. OnlyFans changes the game. But classically, porn's been like this machine that objectifies women. Maybe there's three seedy dudes that pay her 500 bucks and then they go make a million dollars off that scene, you know, and it's like objectifying them and, you know, hardcore stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, from a spiritual sense, to encourage men to just ejaculate over a, you know, in two minutes over a porn scene is bad for the globe, man. You know, like we got testosterone levels going down and more and more men aren't having sex or women too. People aren't having sex as much and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, like how does massage um, essentially help? So no, I do like what you were speaking about, about the contrast between, okay, OnlyFans has allowed you to take porn essentially where you want to take it. So it feels less like the very old school porn industry, which was, okay, we're just going to fuck a girl, try to make some money off this. It's very much just focused on, I'm trying to come. There's no communication about what the girl might like. Um, even if it is like the hardcore penetrative stuff, it doesn't seem like, that was a conversation that was had. You just lucked into maybe a girl or two that might be into that. Um, whereas with your OnlyFans, you can like navigate that. Um, so and people follow Cat because they want to see Cat and they they know her. So it's it's far from being like she's objectified. Now she's the queen, and they like you know they're following her because they want to know about her and feel her character. The same with me, right? They they enjoy me who I am and like. We got to try and get that. Well, these pla- that's what these platforms do. These platforms do give powers to the performers rather than, yeah, before you're right. It was, you know, you would got, get contracted by, you know, Brazzers or Blacked or whatever. They would pay you what? Yeah, exactly. $500. They would make a million dollars. You'd get paid $500. Whereas now it's like, oh, okay, I can go and make the same scene and then I get all of the money from it. Except for that cheeky 20%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, which is fair. Yeah. But like it, it's a lot better than, yeah, just getting $500 exactly, for a million dollars yeah. I've, I've shot some scenes for like international companies and yeah, the money was, you know, I'm not even sure what I'm getting paid for the last one, um, mm-hmm. but it might be 500, 600, 700 US dollars. Yeah, it's not much. But no, it's, mm. but that was irrelevant to me. It's the fact that this is a big, like a huge studio in the mm. States and like just my name will get out there. Like, yeah, because yeah, people are still doing series. like working with companies, I guess, yeah. for promo and stuff. But yeah. it's, I guess, these days you don't need to work. Yeah, with you're the not company. doing it for the money. You're doing yeah. it for an exposure. Yeah, for exposure and then to hopefully network. Network. Find you on OnlyFans. You know, like, yeah, that's what we want. You yeah. making connections and stuff. Like yeah, that. but it does right. seem like the porn industry is or has changed even um, oh, with the creation of this because I think there's a lot mm. more pressure on it. It seems like. Um, at least from what I understand, compared to like old school porn, it's what it is now. It's much more professionally run. Yeah. Um, and the, the standards the are much higher. Yeah, Verification exactly. is much higher. Yeah. Like Pornhub was really that. put under fire back in the day. room not too yeah. long ago because the verification process wasn't good enough to like weed out sex trafficked yeah. underage people exactly. and stuff like that. Whereas yeah. now Pornhub, I think, has gotten on top of that a bit. And yeah. OnlyFans, we know, is really difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they've just come down harder again. You used to be able to pretty easily, um, I've never done much of this, but a lot of girls who work in escorting will film with like a client or something like that. Mm. And they need them to fill out forms and stuff like that and mm. blah, blah, blah. They've even made that process like 
really stringent, really mm. difficult. They don't want anyone like. Well, you have to basically have an account now yeah, to like tag someone account. else's account. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a fuck around when you try to do those forms and stuff. Like, yeah. you're just better off filming with other professionals. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I do know girls that don't like just refuse to film with male creators. Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot of girls that just do solo stuff or just mm. stuff with their boyfriend or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They're some of the most successful girls as well, like some Shit, of the Instagram yeah. girls. Yeah. Mm. Sort of the dream for a lot of people I noticed to have like a partner in the in the mm. sex I have a lot of people can... say that they're like, I wish I just had a boyfriend that yeah. I could just use a stunt dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Like one of my friends just recently retired from escorting and she's doing OnlyFans now, but she got a boyfriend. She's like, Oh, I've got stunt dick now, so it's fine. Mm. I can just I can just use him and his dick Any whenever day. I want. Yeah. I know you're talking about <laughs> yeah. as well. I, exactly. Yeah. And she's just like, Yeah, that's it now. I'll just I can just retire and just do content with and the stunt sex would cock be good forever. and real, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would always be good, you'd think. Yeah, so now she's just got dick on call now. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. to just film with and yeah. I was like oh that's the life isn't it yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious how you find the balance because you're talking about before like one of the things that I personally I guess would find very difficult so I've shot some scenes for a product but it was just very organic right um how do you find the balance of because obviously you also want like a beautiful scene you want a scene mm. that looks good in terms of videography right mm-hmm. so you don't want a scene where you're, you're you're fucking just blocking the camera the whole time or something mm. yeah how do you find the balance for yourself about being in the moment, enjoying the experience, making it authentic, but also, oh shit, how what camera angle are we at? Yeah, yeah. Right? How do you find that balance? It's, oh, definitely- look, it's not really authentic when it's filmed. Yeah. <laughs> I get you, but it's like, uh, <laughs> but we do want. Well, it that's to a good be question. Like, do you more do you try to be um, in the moment in your shots? Do you try to make it like authentic for yep. yourself at all, or like, when how do you feel about it? Initially, um, when I got into it, like most of my scenes, all of my scenes from years ago, are just all shot by a cameraman or camera girl, right? Mm-hmm. And when that's the case and I'm massaging and we're breathing, we're making noise and we start getting horny, like I can just remain in my, you know, in mm-hmm. my body. And sometimes they can too. Um, sometimes they're worried like a particular position. Like Kat earlier said at one point, like, we can't do that. I look fat. And I was like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> you know, sorry. That doesn't I'm always, you, I'm always, I know. Mark knows. I know. You're, you're <laughs> Mark listens to this every single week. Can, can, my I just, can I bring something up? Sorry, Jesse. I know this is no, an interview right. with you. Can I bring something up? What? How does Jesse get a light? This is what this is what yeah. I don't understand. Okay, <laughs> I've been doing this is probably our forty something episode. Not once have I received a light. Okay, uh, I know all the lights. You remember that we did this cat. one episode that I, I had three lights on me and yeah. you had no Not, lights. Jesse comes around. Jesse, here's a light. You have like, oh, what, what's going here's on? Here's a light. Here's a coffee. This is, Cat, cat and I just, just shot a Gets scene. A, we made oh, some sweet love. <laughs> okay, so you need to you need to have sex first. That's how you're gonna like. I figured it out. And, I figured. And to we've bring been complimenting up. each other all morning. Actually, damn. You know? Okay. Mm. How we was, did actually. God, just... How was the scene? I feel like I'm. Uh, I don't know. This I is feel- this is weird. I feel like I've dad that's come home and it's like, yeah, what have yeah, you been up yeah. to? Yeah, <laughs> I've got Jesse a little bit exactly. inside me right now. So, uh, <laughs> how, fuck, how have we not mentioned this? How's the scene, guys? The, it, the well, scene was very yummy, but can, can I be yummy. like explicitly yeah. honest? Because we're, we're on the subject. What? Don't worry. It's not, nothing <laughs> looks scared. No, yeah, no, no. do it. Hey, um, you have my permission. We, we, were, we were rushing, right? We were oh, rushing. Of course, yeah. That was so my fault. It wasn't rushed. There was more than normal you know, frantic or stress yeah. or being in our heads, to, in my head to some degree yeah. than, than I normally prefer to. And, you know, we did a really quick massage because we knew we were short on time mm. and like started moving through it. 
And there were times there where like we had to stop and move the camera and literally, man, like you know what Tantra is like. If I'm mm. like, if I remain in my body, I can just be mm. moving this energy and go forever. But, you know, I'd go soft again, like mm. have to get aroused again. And, you know, like it was just a lot going on for us. And mm. I literally, Kat actually called it beforehand. She was being cheeky. She was like, you'll come quickly with me. They always do. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, people, people underestimate, people don't people underestimate your pussy, okay? No. They do. Yeah. They always, wow. always we underestimate talk about this Kat's on pussy. air all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Say, people don't think it's as good as position. It's one of my favorite too. She's like lying on her and stomach was, with her yep, legs together. Oh, yeah, Can you tell everyone? I say it on the air all the time. I'm really tight. Yeah, she's really tight. Thank you. We're nice and deep. And like, yeah, Kat, you were saying like, don't be offended if I'm dry or whatever, but you were wet as fuck like at this point. Because it felt good. Uh, yeah, it felt <laughs> great. It felt great. But anyway, point is I am in my head to some degree and like we've been moving around, cutting and moving and stuff like that. And I like pulled out thinking that I'd be able to like, what do you call it? Clench the PC yeah. muscle and stop. And I literally came. Like, Nick, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like all these, like a waterfall all over it. I was like, you just can't. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we hadn't, this is, this is both our bad. Like we hadn't spoken like, if I can come in her or anything like that, mm-hmm. if we had spoken about that, I would have just been like, fucking, I'm going to come and come in you. But mm-hmm. Instead, I tried to stop it mm-hmm. and I'm like in my head. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of guys wouldn't be this honest, but you know, that's what we're no, about. Dude, I, no, I fucking that's really appreciate all, yeah, this. Because about, what yeah. I'm thinking is like, for me personally, I find it so difficult. You spoke about like staying hard. Mm-hmm. Like I find it really difficult to be fucking a girl and then have to turn around and be like, oh, hang on. Okay, we yeah. need the camera this. What's our yeah. next play? What's our next scene? Yeah. Um, for most guys, Getting up and getting a condom is like enough to put them out of their head. Oh, so like, oh, I feel like yeah. you're, no, 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 it's like, I, I appreciate the honesty because yeah. a lot of guys would see porn and these guys look like they're just fucking railing these girls forever. They're really, um, they're hard the whole time. Like it just seems very like flowy. Like there's no, oh fuck, I need to take my pants off and it looks all awkward. Like yeah. that part's cut. Yeah. So like hearing the, okay, look, there are some parts that are like a, a difficult. There are some issues where it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I need to get out of my fucking head a little bit at times so i think it's a nice thing to like honestly speak about that and put it out there because mm. yeah a lot of guys well yeah and, get the wrong idea yeah. that you know it can happen to professionals yeah, yeah. as yeah, well yeah it's, yeah. It's, it's happened to me a few times like orgies mm. or so like orgies wouldn't be a coming quick problem but there's times when i've just like you know wandered off to the corner and i got like i'm soft as because mm. it's just like no, 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 no. Oh, look oh, she me. Yeah, man. I did one recently. There was like seven or eight of us, right? And there's just like so much commotion. Mm. Like, you know, whereas, if, you know, I prefer to be like in my body and present with someone. So mm. when I find that, like, I just leave the room, do some helicopters in the corner. And then uh, try and find just one particular woman that I can connect with. Yeah. And then when I'm, you know, in there, like, you know, sure. just. There were times before we started shooting, like, what did you do that aroused me? Like you, me? Yeah, you like, I oh, you were like put putting them- the bow on or something simple like that, and like yeah. knelt, she knelt down in front of me, mm-hmm. and like 
you know, I was putting, just, I was putting suspenders playful, and like, a bow on you, yeah. but I was doing it in my undies and I had one stocking on yeah, yeah. because we were filming a, like a TikTok that we just needed one of my legs. Yeah. So only one <laughs> leg was in it. So I was like, I'm just going to put a stocking on this one <laughs> leg. Both of them I don't need, I, yeah. So I was yeah. walking around with like my undies and basically my boobs out with this stocking on like one leg and I was like mm. kneeling in front of it. Um, so it's just like, mm. yeah, this, uh, well, this girl's delicious. The suspenders on. We're laughing. We're having fun. And you know, I'm going to have my cock inside us soon, you know. Like, <laughs> no. I'm just present with that. Like how can you not be aroused, right? Yeah. But when you're in the scene, if I'm not focused on the beautiful cat and I'm worried mm. about something else, yeah, it's it's tough, dude. And I think mm. probably the case, it's the case for any man. Even like, like I suppose you can take Viagra stuff, but I, th- I think psychology overrides that. Mm. You can take a bunch of Viagra and not be hard if you're yeah, like stressed out or whatever. So mm. like, Yeah, I think it's a good point for guys is like focus on – that pleasure and like actually what turns you on. So if it is connection, find that connection. Like mm. I, I find this in threesomes and orgies as well. And especially when I'm doing it like with my friends or business partners, that's what we do a lot of the times. Like if I look over and I notice, oh, my buddy, like I can tell he's disconnected now and mm. he's like finding it hard to, you know, stay turned on and horny. A lot of the times I'll leave the room. So mm. I'll be like, hey guys, look, okay, I need nice. to go grab like a water real quick. Hey, did you want one? Yep. All right, yeah. I'll be right back. Same bro. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. so you give him them For a the chance. Boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is uh this is yeah. this is a brochure yeah, right here. Yeah. Okay. You give him a chance to like reconnect there a yes. little bit and then you can come back in. Because sometimes yeah. like if your energy and focus moves over to just oh, just my buddy's like here railing some yeah, girl. It's like, yeah. oh shit, this, uh, is, yeah. this is throwing me off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a good lesson for guys just in one-on-one situations where just take a second and think, okay, like wh- why am I actually attracted to this girl? What's actually turning me on? Mm. Like, is it that submissive she's down on one leg and like fixing the bow and doing whatever? Mm. Oh damn. Is it like, okay, I'm looking at this girl and I don't know, she's got like a, amazing tits. I don't care what mm. you're into, right? Like focus mm. on like whatever's turning you on, bring yourself back, yeah. back to that. I don't think yeah. it's going to help quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. we have spoken about yeah. this a few times on the show that guys think too much about like, oh, I'm soft or I don't want to get soft. I don't yeah. Mm. And that's a spiral, right? I don't right? want to come yeah, too quickly. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's all they're thinking about. That and then itself. That yeah. yeah. Thinking about not coming or not getting hard or or coming too quickly or whatever, that in itself then then makes, you know, yeah, then makes it you get soft or whatever. Up. Yeah. Mm. yeah. As I say that all the time with my my clients, like sometimes they, you know, they have trouble either coming or getting hard or staying hard or whatever, and then they just they fixate on it, like oh my god, no, I just need to get mm. hard, I need to get hard, and it's mm. like, just just relax, just have a just think about something different for mm. a minute and not think about that. Well, um, that's what that's you know what tantra is about and mindfulness of any sort. You're like about the process, not an outcome. Mm. Right? You're not you're not focused on some sort of outcome. You know, so when I'm at vipassana. They, they keep saying like, they keep reinforcing, don't have an aversion to the bad sensations like itches and pain, like I was dealing with pain. You just accept it non-judgmentally it is and don't have like an attachment to the good sensations. Like when I said I had that delightful, subtle, vibrating sensation, if you're attached to wanting that subtle sensation, you'll find that you lose it, mm. you know? So it's the same sort of thing like when you're attached to, you know, not getting hard or attached to the concept of, you know, not uh, not coming too quick or whatever, you know, it literally like that's what sort of progresses yeah. from, right? You fall into that stitch up. So I, I have to ask, okay, um, I've seen a couple of your like uh, Instagram videos and TikToks and whatever, like – you have a top tier massage. All right? I knew mm. you were going to bring up the uh, massage. I got it. You know, Mark, you haven't, you haven't brought this up yet. Well, we've spoken about this on previous episodes, but Mark is all about warming people up with like, oh, the massage. I don't, oh, I've rarely ever had sex unless it 
involve the massage. Yeah, like, man. Oh, this yeah. is very, very marky. I would <laughs> tell every man to do the fucking same thing. Oh, right? it's the no. greatest. We spoke about this tip. with Timo, I think. Yeah. yeah think way back in like episode four or something. Yeah. So Big he fan. actually does a very interesting massage, Timo. So this is like the um, tantric coach we'll talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they their massage is more focused on what I would describe as like painful sensations. Okay. So it's less what I would think of as sensual, which is kind of the massage you do and what I describe my massages as. They're more about like getting the girl out of her head into a body through pain. Oh, um, wow. Okay. But yours and what I describe mine is more sensual. And you give what I fucking top tier massage. Mm-hmm. Do you have tips for the guys at home that have seen your massages or like we'll, we'll link them in the fucking video so you guys can check it out. Um, do you have any tips for guys just sitting at home being like, yo, I've got a girlfriend, I've got a Tinder date or something. Um, this looks amazing. The girl seems to really enjoy this. Um, it can allow me to like get into that mindful space and also for the girl. Do you have mm. any tips in terms of the massage itself? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess initially communicate with them like because practice makes perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. ideally, you know, like an, a master masseuse, if they're like a remedial masseuse or if they're tantric or whatever, they're feeling for the reactivity of the body, right? What do you call it? Like the muscles response or like they're intuitively feeling for how you're being responded to. And you can only get there with practice, right? To that mm-hmm. level of mastery. And, you know, that's what Tantra is all about, really. Like locking in your two souls together and feeling each other and responding to each other. And that's where I think a lot for the man, this experience of full body orgasm, that sort of stuff that people see people doing in Tantra and they think it's woo-woo. Like that just, man, when I'm like tantrically locked in intimately with a, another lady who's tantric as well, I'm like feeling their, their pleasure. You know what I mean? I'm feeling So when I'm like rubbing a particular area and I can I can literally feel their response and I'm, I'm reacting to that. So to get there, you need practice. So I guess you'd have your partner, you'd communicate, you know, we're going to do some massage. I want you to tell me what you like and whatnot. And then with her like verbal response you're able to match that with what you've experienced the body responding as and you just practice and the next thing you can you know move and feel like you know what's working and what do they like you know some people don't like their feet being touched some people do Mm. you know like uh beautiful helena we're talking about her briefly earlier she'll like I'll, I'll come over, she'll just sit down next to me and throw her feet up on my lap with her socks on and I'll just like mm. pull her socks off and just start like massaging her feet, you know mm. what I mean? Like this is just, it's just so healthy. Mm. It's just so healthy. You know, it's something ironic. I was reading some science about um, sexual dysfunction the other day and this particular study spoke about how what brings women with sexual dysfunction more to orgasm, what brings men towards orgasm if they have sexual dysfunction and for women there were things like um you know intimacy loving and connection um clitoral stimulation slow and consistent at least 15 or 20 minutes of foreplay like these were the sorts of things that came up for women i noticed funny enough that one of the ones for men was a back rub receiving a back rub there you go yeah there you go which is funny because i'm always out here massaging ladies before a scene but apparently it turns out like that was one of the main things. If a guy struggles to calm, yeah. you know, 
give the man it back. Ladies, so. yeah, no, are it's you true. listening? It's a, it's a service that like um, escorts offer. Like, so you can. It is. Hey. Yeah. So like I have a f- uh, couple of friends that that might be part of their service. Not me. I hate giving massages. So, like, <laughs> I, get, I get asked for it sometimes. They're like, oh, well, you know, can you <laughs> give me a massage? I'm like, fuck no. Absolutely not. You could like, just do like that no, big out Thai no, shit no, when you stand on even, their back no, and walk around. Just, just be brutal. No. Stomp around <laughs> on their back. I don't want to try. No. You no, I've got no interest in massaging anybody. Yeah, fair enough. Hilarious. No, that not is for hilarious. me. And unfortunately, I didn't even get to. So actually, so Jesse was like, "Oh, I'll give you a little massage and whatever," and he gets the oil out. I was like, "No, I was like, no, 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 no." I was like, "What are you doing? Get that oil away from me!" Oh, yeah. you're the worst. Yeah. And then, and then, did, no, 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 and then he wants to go put oil all but over my hair. No can I, can I, just say, I didn't want to put oil in your hair. I wanted to put it on your back. Yeah, and, and then my hair was going to get into it. <laughs> can I, can I, I just say, can I just say, you missed out. Okay. No, I did. I get, yeah, I yeah, did. We, we I will get do. It, but if I wasn't filming, proper, proper massage sometimes. If I wasn't yes. filming after, I would have said, mm. yeah, okay, well, lather me yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lather me up. Get your cock in there. That's so much better with oil. Yeah. Massage from the inside and the outside at the same time. But yeah, no, but I couldn't get my hair. And that's that's something that I love to do. You know, I when I first ever did it, I think it was with a girlfriend back in the day where I was massaging her. And then in that yeah. yummy little position yeah. with the yeah, with bum the- close, just put my <laughs> cock in while still massaging mm. them. Oh, yeah. And Hot. You know, yeah, I'd done it a few times with girlfriends and stuff. And they were like, that was the best thing that I mm. ever experienced. So, there you go. So there's nice. one voice. Because, yeah, you go slow and sensual. And then at some point we all, some most people like to fucking a bit of a ram and some hard fucking. But I think if you start like with intimacy and sensuality, then you can open up to whatever kinks and it's not like. Mm. no one's going to override anyone's boundaries or anything you know what i mean you're going yeah. to be like more open exactly. to uh to it you know yeah because i think it allows um there to be more of a uh, i'm trying to think of the right way to describe this but like discrepancy between the two so the highs actually feel more high and the lows feel like more chill and sensual so mm. i oftentimes i get guys say like, yeah, I know you teach this massage and blah, blah, but my goal is like very into BDSM. Mm. She wants to be degraded. She just wants to be like thrown up against a wall. I mm-hmm. don't think she's going to enjoy this massage mm. at all, which could be true. It's good to communicate. But what I find is, as you said, if you start just slow, mm. sensual, then when you do ram her against the wall, mm. it feels way more intense <laughs> because she's just been so relaxed yeah. and so chill and so and sensual. And ideally you've spread like delightful sensations all over the body right mm. rather than just being genital focus mm, you know true. like mm. people are pretty clued in that women have these erogenous zones all over their body but men seem to not realize that there's more to our body than our dick right mm. but when you're getting like you know probably a lot of men have experienced how hot it is when a girl's like you know whispering there or biting there or biting the neck or something like that like we can move this fucking pleasure all over the body right and you know when I got some oil and I'm doing long strokes and like we're moving it through the legs and then you know you throw in a bit of like light touching and that sort of what it's sensation play mm. you know yeah I think it just opens the body up to experience more pleasure all over and then mm. yeah eventually you can just start devouring each other yeah. how you like <laughs> to do it love mm. it nice love yeah. it too um 
Sorry, I feel like I've been hogging all the questions. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> I reckon we could chat all day, man. I was like, if you want to ask anything, you can. Thing yeah. is, I want to ask you probably else too, but that'll be for another time. Because we probably will talk, wrap up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so. talk about dating. So you mentioned that you've um, had a few girlfriends before. So in this line of work, so, okay, well, I guess, well, first I should ask, so do you just mainly predominantly do like porn and OnlyFans and stuff? Yeah, I'm like definitely a lot more selective about yep. who I have sex with. Yeah. You know, so do you the, date still while in this industry? Um, yeah, I'm open to it, you know, but I'm not like fiercely looking or anything to date anyone. But um, Not 13 you know, girls in 14 days. No, no, no more of that. But I am like, honestly, I'm blessed. I'm surrounded by a lot of very beautiful women, you know, in and out of the industry, you know, on the Gold Coast. And I love, you know what, to be honest, before I was in porn, I'd have guys ask me who saw me as like a social sexual mentor and they'd be like, Jesse, I noticed that you're surrounded by so many beautiful women. Like, what's your secret? Like, how do I have sex with more women? And I'd say, uh, ironically, rule number one I'd say is, it's kind of like we're just talking about with mindfulness and sex, stop being attached to the outcome. When you stop wanting to have sex with more women, you'll find that they'll, because women are more intuitive than men, naturally, mm. you know, more emotionally intelligent, naturally, typically. And when we're not attached, when, you know, because Kat could get approached by seven dudes in a night. She can sense that every single one of them is trying to get their dick wet that night, right? Mm. And then there's me and it's like, you know, I'm just literally vibing and loving the concept that I'm talking to a beautiful woman. Mm. You know, and you can take that in, just like enjoy like being like just talking to a beautiful woman, like how much fun, the intimacy and the mm. fun and just that sort of interplay and whatnot. Mm. And then like... I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of aspects that come into this sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I think for me, I like to meet beautiful women. I like to hang out with beautiful women, but I'm not, like, needing to fuck, you know. Mm. I mean, I'm often pretty full and that sort of thing. Um, so, I don't know. Like, it happens, you know. I end up opening up into relationships here and there, and it's interesting because I kind of like it. I think... A problem that I've had and a lot of us have in relationships is we're all looking for unconditional love, right? But everyone's con carrying a bunch of conditions into a relationship. And with me doing the type of work I'm doing now, you'd get this too, Kat. Like, you just got to say, this is me. You got to accept me as me. I'm not changing. You know mm. what I mean? Whereas so many times in the past, it's like, you know, they, for example, I'd have one girlfriend who's like, oh, I love how you're so friendly to the waitresses and you're always like talking and joking. And the next one would just be like, I fucking hate how you have to flirt with like every waitress. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just a simple thing that's like changing my character, right? Yeah. And like I can't be full me. Whereas if it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm a porn star, dude, you know, mm -hmm. like this is who I am. Yeah. There's a lot less like expectation that's put on me. So, yeah, I just enjoy going with the flow and, you know, I'm not looking to date people, but. I'm like introduced to a new but beautiful mm. woman all the time. And mm. how do you find uh, living in the Gold Coast amongst the creative community? Did you always live there or did you move there for the like uh, creators? Kind of. I um, I bought property on, on South Stradbroke Island across from the Gold Coast and because it's hard, like it's a boat ride, like a 20-minute boat ride. So I that was like at the start of COVID and I just wanted to be a, away from the thick of it, my own little place where it's like, if fucking doomsday happens, you know, I'm like <laughs> on this island and I'm sorted and safe. 
Um, but then when I started shooting more, I just started spending a lot more time on mainland Gold Coast. And I love it, man. I, I really, really, really love it. I think. It's a very unique it's, community. <laughs> yeah, man. There's so many beautiful people, you know, like so many great, beautiful people. You know, it's, there's a lot of like stigma out there for sex workers and stuff like that. But man, I've met some of the most beautiful single moms I've ever met in my life. And some of like the sweetest, cause you got to be open, right? You got to be laterally open-minded, you know, like you got to be someone who's, you know, not attached to all these stigmas that we've been brought up to into social, social culturally, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy you know, like it's just so liberal and so like open and loving, you know what I mean? And everyone's so fucking sexy. <laughs> and there's something, there's something about that too, Ooh, like awesome. manifest, right? Like I've literally been saying several times a week, every week for years now, I've just been saying like, I can't believe like, is it just me or is everyone fucking beautiful? Like I am just <laughs> surrounded by beautiful people. And I think because I've just been reinforcing that, it's just like happened more and more, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's all these aspects come into it. Like we talk about um, attraction psychology the one of the first main things there's they call it proximity that's the first thing who's close to you so we're, we're often attracted immediately to people who are near us is a funny thing so you sit down next to someone at a uni class or like you someone's in your neighborhood or whatever on, on tinder um, but then the biggest thing that people are attracted to is likability or likableness so when you're naturally you know, clearly not trying to pick up and fuck and you're just like having a good time and you're nice and comfortable to talk to in your confidence and your safety, then that like creates an attraction. And then there's one thing that's like drives attraction even more than that. And it's like social proof. And now I'm just like riddled in social proof, you know, like, mm. oh, you know, Billy, Billy Beaver, she like invited me to a girl's day out and she's just like brought all of her topless waitresses and all that sort of stuff to cali beach and gold coast and i just come out and it's like billy who they think is a queen is like jesse she's great and i always get this introduction you know i know mm. blokes who like will literally stand back cross their arms and just like tell me like 10 minutes later they're like bro i didn't come over and say hey because i'm sick of everyone like screaming and running over to you <laughs> That's you hilarious. know what i mean yeah. i hope i don't sound like a dickhead this is just no 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 the truth. true i think like so i received very well just because yeah. other girls are like you know, okay, like, you know, yeah. look at the reaction that, you know. Mm. Jesse's the best, you're going to love him. You exactly, I mean? yeah. Like, it's such a big shortcut. Like if, if a random girl, yeah, exactly. Like if a random girl sees someone they perceive as like a group of like hot girls um, hanging around you and like approving of you, then it's like this quick shortcut. Like, okay, there must be inherently something really attractive about this guy. Yeah. If a bunch of other hot girls like are into oh, him. We did more, talk about this cool. a few weeks yeah. ago, actually, that, um, yeah, it's a good, um, like, yeah, girls will, what did you, you said that, what's it called? Pre-selection, I yeah, think is the word that you yeah. like called it. Yeah. yeah. And it was other girls have selected you. Yeah. Um, which means there's, yeah, you must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah. And he's got it on film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's it'd got, be, he's it, got the pre-selection on film. It'd be, it, <laughs> it is ignorant. It's, I get, I notice that ignorantly people all the time think that I'm like fucking all these girls, right? Mm. And that's what I mean. Again, that's not the case. They, they're all so comfortable and safe with me because yeah. I'm not trying to fuck them. Yeah. You know, maybe I've friends. had sex with like a few of them or whatever. Or I'm open to it happening. You mm. know what I mean? I love sex. But um, yeah, it's just like they're all so comfortable with me being like their yummy friend that they can dance on sexy and we, you know, maybe we can make out or touch each other or cuddle or whatever. And yeah, so other people are noticing that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, this 
this guy's popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then they meet me and I'm a sick cunt. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they meet me all fucking awesome, all right? <laughs> um, there you go. And so is, uh, like, uh, I'm wondering for you when it comes to dating, is an exclusive relationship something you'd be open to? Or at this point are you like, look, it'd have to be, it'd have to be kind of open? I'm, I'm definitely open to it. I've sort of been um, polyamorous or consensually non-monogamous for a while. Mm. Um, but that just naturally makes sense, right? But that, yeah. that was – initially that was a choice I made for two things. One, I was sick of that concept I was saying earlier when I've only been seeing a girl, dating a girl for like a week or two or three and they're already wanting things to change about me, the rules, you know, and like mm. as soon as you become exclusive – you're like signing an invisible contract. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'll follow your rules. You know, like mm. we've all had a mate, a bloke before who is cheating on their missus because like they've only been seeing each other for a little while and in their mind, even though they've signed that invisible contract, in their mind they're like, this is silly. Like I should, you know. Well, yeah, they've kind of signed their cheating. own invisible contract, right? Exactly. Which is like, oh, okay, as long as you think I'm exclusive yeah. and stuff, it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you both have these invisible contracts that you're both trying to like adhere to in your own language mm. and it's just nothing is communicated yeah. whatsoever. And if you don't it's like every it, fucking it, relationship, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, fuck. Dude, all mm. too often, right? Yeah. All too often. And the other reason was I, again, from like the spiritual sense, I was like jealousy and possessiveness are these denser vibes, these denser emotions that, I'd prefer be able to work out, right? Like if I think of jealousy or possessiveness of a partner, it's like there's something in me, right? Mm. You know, like you got guys out there who won't let their girl go out wearing a particular thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you trust her and like it's 2023, we're in fucking Sydney. Like she's not going to get like attacked or raped or whatever just because she's wearing something hot. So you should be able to trust her. So putting myself into open relating I had to deal with that. Mm. You know, like all the time people would, you know, I'd hear a girl say, they'd be just like, oh, Jesse, I think it's just, you know, for some people, like some people aren't jealous and others are. It's like, no, like I was, mm. you know, just as much as anyone. Like it's it's a condition in us. And, but I, I just called it out for being something silly. And I put myself in those positions where it was like, you know, my girlfriend wanted to go and, you know, she was attracted to another dude and she wanted to go and fuck him or whatever. Mm. So, you know, it's like dealing with a, a phobia, right? If, You've got a phobia of dogs. People naturally will cross the road when they see a dog, right? Every time you cross the road when you see a dog, your anxiety lowers and that reinforces the behavior of crossing the road. So it's the same with, you know, things that make people anxious, like being jealous or, or possessive. You keep doing, you want to control that other person, control your external environment so that you can lower your anxiety you learned that works but the only way to actually get someone over a dog phobia or arachnophobia with spiders or something is they call it in psychology gradual exposure or graded exposure and you know they might start with a film and then eventually like a fairy toy spider and then eventually they want to be able to put a spider on your leg mm. so for me with jealousy i was like and possessiveness or envy and these things i was like i need to put myself in positions where that arises i accept it let whatever happens and then you find 10 minutes later that anxiety is gone it's like oh it wasn't mm -hmm. so bad to let my partner flirt yeah. or kiss that person or whatever and then now you know there's a lot less of that in me you know what i mean in fact i like i'd love to see any partner getting fucked by someone else like right mm. in front of me you know i'm, I'm good for that yeah <laughs> it's funny i like I, I i talk about this with my audience sometimes 
which um, when guys ask, how do I get over jealousy? I kind of jokingly say, like, go have a threesome or like let someone else have sex with your girl. Like kind of jokingly, because mm. I know like that might be super traumatic for some guys. Yeah. But I think that like rated exposure therapy that you spoke about, which is, yeah, okay. When I have a situation where there's a girl that I kind of have feelings of jealousy over, I either see or know or like understand or be there when she's like with another guy. And I realize after that, nothing changed. Yeah. Okay. She's still really into me. We yep. still have this connection. Exactly. Everything still feels fine. She doesn't like left me for some other guy. Right. Yep. Um, and that process over and over again, you're like, fuck, like these jealousy feelings aren't really that accurate no. because they're coming back because you're like, it's a fear of loss. Like, fuck, yes. I'm going to lose this girl. Yeah. Right. And you're like every single time I don't lose her. Yeah. Um, of course, like there might be a time where maybe, I don't know, maybe she fucks another guy. She never wants to speak to you again. I don't know. Mm. I guess that could happen. But for the most part, but if it that happens right? and like, yeah, that's, that's that right happens. as yeah, well. Exactly. I mean, yeah. If um, we try to attach and hold on to someone and like, mm. don't let, you know, see, that's the thing too. Like it's as simple as she, her or him, like the girlfriend might be at home in bed and I'm out at a pub and there's a girl in front of me who's beautiful and she's joking with me and whatever we have like this nice existential connection but if i'm concerned about that contract of monogamy that i've signed i might shut that down and not even allow myself to like communicate with this pretty girl because i know that my girlfriend who's at home mm. in bed would be would hate it you know mm. so it's like i've got not just my own monologue in my brain now but i've also got like a dialogue like i've got her voice in my head too saying like oh shit i can't do this like you know Mm. I, or I can't dance with this person, she'd hate mm. it, you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, I think it, you know, that those sorts of things, jealousy, it just takes away from each of us being able to be our full selves in many ways, I think. Sure. Because there's nothing wrong with, like, my girlfriend flirting with a dude mm. when I, she's out and I'm at home, you know what I mean? Like, it comes, for a lot of people, it comes down to, like, you know, are you flirting consistently each day like has it become like a little online thing where you're flirting or did you have sex like a physical thing you know like that's what people are really concerned about mm. the concept of my girlfriend just talking to another dude who's good looking that shouldn't bother me fucking at all that's yeah. gonna happen you yeah. know what i mean mm. yeah 100 yeah so jesse thank you so much for coming on man we we need to thank come so continue much. this conversation either we'll do another podcast or i'm just gonna call you up and have a chat yeah i'd fun. love to i feel like you two are so similar yeah i was just I thinking that. a lot of the good yeah. like you two stories, need to go like, out and like on a and have a threesome hey, together yeah. oh, oh wow we're gonna find some girls you two have a very similar pickup strategies or like being hey don't give it away i'm very lovable yeah look at me with all these hot girls that i'm friends with that have pre-selected me. Mm. Right, well, so it's not even gonna, a strategy anymore. It's just uh, a, yeah, a way exactly. of life. We're going to go find some girls. Um, <laughs> before we do that, Jesse, where can people find you? What, what should they look at? Uh, on Instagram, you got me as Jesse Baxter underscore chronic is my Instagram. Or my OnlyFans is Sunny Soda. S-O-N-N-Y-S-O-D-A. Cool. And to everyone listening, Jesse and I did just make a film together. <laughs> so you can find both of yummy. that. Uh, well, by the time this airs, it should actually maybe be out by then. Sweet. Um, so, yeah. So if you some see. of you are probably already following Kat, so go and check that out. <laughs> yeah. We'll put, uh, we'll put links down below. Sweet. So, awesome. Guys, thank you so much. Love thank you all. You. See you next time. You. <laughs>